0: Success stories and interviews with game changers and thought leaders who have overcome both in life and in business. Welcome to Vertical Momentum. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Vertical Momentum. My name is Richard Kaufman, also known as The Comeback Coach. I'm having an amazing Friday night. Guys, this is going to be a great episode. First, I want to thank our sponsors for the evening, disgruntledvets.com. They are one of the largest organizations in the world that helps veterans. So check them out at disgruntledveterans.com. Guys, this is going to be a great episode. Um, I just met a new friend. His name is Chris Lane. He's done some amazing things in uniform. Now even better things out of uniform. And guys, if you love hockey, you need to listen to this episode, get a pen and paper, and start writing some stuff down. Cause this is going to be fun. Chris, my brother, what
1: is up? Uh, happy to be here. I'm really thankful for the opportunity, uh, to, to talk to you just kind of have a little one-on-one and enjoy a, enjoy a cup of coffee with you.
0: Yeah. You know, that's the way I like to do it. I like to hang out. I love talking to people, um, especially about stuff that I don't know about. I love learning. Um, you know, I found w- me and you, we had a couple things in common. Um, both like Pokemon, which is, you know, I was just actually before I got on, I was actually uh, trying to catch some Pokemon before we got on here. So I'm just a big kid myself, and yeah, uh, nothing wrong you know, with that.
1: No, you got, you know, you
0: got, you got to have a, a kid's heart. You know, life is too short to not yeah. have fun. You know,
1: a little bit of uh, bubble gum for the brain you know? get your mind more serious.
0: Yeah, definitely. So now tell us um where you're originally from and what kind of little kid was Chris. Your phone probably went to lock, so you have to make sure your phone stays unlocked.
1: Oh hey. uh yeah, so I'm originally from Gloucester, Massachusetts. Is that um it's a small island. Uh, on the Cape Anne portion of Massachusetts. So just Boston, right on the water. Uh, it's a beautiful area for anybody that is a man thinking about going uh, and traveling up towards Boston. World. The fishing vessels go out of? Yeah, that's exactly right. In fact, the movie uh, The Perfect Form? Yeah, yes. it takes place in my hometown. Exactly. One of
0: my favorite movies of all time. I'll watch it every time that it's on.
1: Yeah, it's a. It's a- but it talks about you know the fishing industry and how it's been uh slowly regulated out of existence sadly so a lot of people in my family have been you know making their livelihood off the ocean um in fact there's actually a little uh, part of gloucester called lanesville and it's actually named great 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 ancestors who was the first person to set up a general store in that area? So they called it Lanesville. He came down due south from Maine uh, because I, a Native, I had killed his father, mother, and their brothers and stuff. So due south, they landed on the northern part of that little place. and uh, and they've been there for five hundred years. Um, I kid you not, five hundred years. My family has been living in Gloucester, Massachusetts, and uh, I'm the first person to leave Massachusetts. Um, yeah, five hundred years. <laughs> so, so growing up
0: in that, that little town. What, sure. what what was Chris like?
1: Well, you know, I did a lot of things, and uh, I I kind of I love fishing, obviously working on vehicles. I like taking things apart, putting them back together. Very inquisitive mind, I think it's fair to say. Um, you know, as I grew up and, and got older, I I admittedly um, but you know, every teenager gets their fair share of trouble or anything. You know, too bad I don't think, but uh yeah. Um, no, it was a great place to grow up. I uh I met a lot of really cool people and I was there still talk to you to this day uh haven't been able to see my family in a couple of years which uh I'm upset about but uh yeah you know growing up so I've, always, I've always enjoyed uh you know hanging out with people and uh things with 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 groups and teams and uh bring together kind of thing you know now a good student uh no far from it actually uh I Never actually was that good. I went to a, a private school in Cape Ann, um mainly because I had to church, and, uh, I mean, everybody's you know entitled to their own religious things. I don't want to say that, but uh, I personally was uh, affiliated with the church and went to the private I was attached to the church, and uh, i had really good at ending which is. Why I didn't do as well um, because I was expected uh, a lot more people, um, but by no means am I. Or, I don't think so. Any, um, so I went to school there, uh, finished that in uh, eighth grade at school. Um, there I was a a you know a student there either, um, but going from a to a. a, a uh, that was a big paradigm shift for me, you know, and I recognized the necessity of being able to learn from different walks of life, uh, most of which I had never experienced or heard of. So certainly an opportunity to divert and, and, and learn a lot and uh, I really valued that. So what at what age because you know I know a lot of people
0: that Speak a lot of different languages, and I'm from Jersey, so um you know Portuguese is a big language here in New Jersey so where did you end up picking that up at
1: uh so I actually only am very very con- like a big conversational uh, the Brazilian dialect of Portuguese, and that's basically because um a lot of our family friends are uh, Brazilian and um, there's a there's actually a really community in Gloucester and they're all my friends. They're some amazing people. Um, they throw the best part. Man, I tell you what, they're great. And uh they start late and they end even later. And food is just absolutely perfect. So uh that's kind of uh how I kind of wanna say fell into the culture because uh, you know, I was getting into and the people are really amazing and I wanted to make trying to be learn a little bit about their culture. And I figured there's no better than, than the language.
0: And I love Portuguese food. I mean, you can't go wrong with Portuguese. Oh, you can't, you, you can't, know?
1: you can't beat that man at all <laughs> no, not at all.
0: So tell us about, you know, the Marine military Academy. I thought you weren't
1: that great in school. No, I wasn't, which is why uh, I had to go to this, this uh, prep school. Right. So uh, Marine military Academy and, uh, Anybody that's, I feel like probably a couple of your listeners are familiar with it. It's the place people go to um, become instilled with the discipline and the rigidity of the military, as well as, um, you know, have a really good education. I, I mean, I've been able to get into any other college, colleges out of high school. I, I would have been more than be a tradesman I, I, I very much like working with my hands I very much like taking things things back together I like to create build and optimize and things like that um, but yeah, I ended up going there um, for one year between 2006 and 2008 as a postgraduate um, I figured you know you know mechanical things I like working with creative people i figured i would uh, try to study to become a chemical engineer um i learned very quickly out for the the mathematics of the engineering field uh, whatsoever and uh, so I, I focused on some of my strengths while i was there i worked with uh, you know social studies i was actually in the sailing club i was awarded mariner of the year uh, we would take out small sailboats and we would uh, and do projects and and um, work on restoring old sailboats and sail around the area, mainly in between uh, the border. I'm sorry, the border of Mexico and Texas, north up towards the Corpus Christi uh, area.
0: And Then I see that you went to one of my favorite schools, SUNY. You you were you went to SUNY. I did. So... I'm a
1: Fort Tyler grad, and I'm very proud of it. Okay actually pretty funny that you know because uh i while i was there i really didn't like it um there was there was just more rigidity or um more the same you know i want that i went you know looking back that probably one of the better schools. you know on the eastern seaboard fortunate that i that i stumbled a great opportunity.
0: So then you go to be a Marine
1: Corps recruiter? No. Uh, so kind of a, a, a pretty uh, big US, how I became a Marine officer, right? So I, I, I was awarded a four-year ROTC scholarship through, um, you know, through the Marine Corps and then the Naval ROTC program. Um, War of the scholarship I chose SUNY Maritime because it had a Navy ROTC there. It was a unit there. I'm still friends with many, many of them, and I really learned, and it was a great opportunity. Um, and for any guys that to what was going to be, uh, you know, coming in the future. Um, so anyway, forward, I, I, I complete OBS. before I go to TBS, uh, which is the basic school, which is what every marine officer goes through period, because there was uh, a backlog of of new Marines that needed to go to TBS. So um, during that ten month period, I went down to Florida, I, uh, for a little while. Um, oddly enough uh, but it was fun you know I got to learn about area of the country life lead and and uh, I think it made me a, a more well-rounded person and then uh, from when I when that was through I I got my call and I do uh, the basic school up in Quantico Virginia I was there for six months um, I was lucky enough to do well I don't think I that well but I was able to get my fourth choice out and the way that they choose your military occupational specialties is based on uh, your list, which is based on the performance and other factors, but mainly performance.
0: So what did you get?
1: I chose communications officer in my fourth That's the one that was awarded to me. And a communications officer, mainly we focus on implementing communications commanding on to enable information flow and ultimately inform him better battlefield decisions in a timely manner. So I am far from a but from single channel walkie-talkie radios all the way up to cybersecurity and Active Directory for exchanges and emails. And satellite communications and everything. And my job isn't necessarily to play one. It's more to be a composer and make them all work.
0: Okay, so now you were full time marine at the time.
1: Yes, sir. So uh, my first unit was Ninth Communications Battalion uh, here with uh, on Camp Pendleton. The first. Missionary Force headquarters element. I was with them for uh, about three and a half years. That was my uh, my first tour. Now, did you deploy? Uh, I did. Deploy, but it wasn't with Ninth Comm. Uh, I actually got to the military. My tour with Ninth Comm uh, because I wanted to stay local and play uh, with who is now my wife. After we got married, I I just. I missed it, you know. I really I missed the boys, I missed the work with. I got. I missed the leadership. I missed the structure. I missed the discipline. And I, I really missed everything, you know. So uh, I, I went, and a pair of opportunity. This one that was a, um, and uh, you know, about three weeks later, I was in the middle of my mobilization. About six years later I was on a plane and
0: okay. Um, did you see any have, have any fun over there?
1: Actually, uh, yeah, I did. I got to meet a lot of interesting people. I got to with Army, Navy, and learn how joint operations um, are you know wildly different than anything that the offers uh on its own and uh I, I tell you what man the one thing i learned in in a joint environment is marine Corps really likes to knock others but there are some smart cookies in every other branch that i've ever worked with even the coast guard i mean, there's just some incredibly you know strong smart um, driven people in, in every branch and uh it opened my eyes to that a little bit which was Pretty fortunate.
0: Well, you know, I I have and between the two podcasts now, I've had over two hundred and almost hundred and fifty interviews, and you know, I interviewed a lot of Marines. I love Marines. Um, I'm an Army guy, but I love Marines. And one thing I, well, two things I love about them. Number one is they got the best uniform in the United States military, hands down. Enough said.
1: Um, That's the only reason I joined. Actually, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> also,
0: you know, once a Marine always a Marine. There is no ex-Marine. Then that mentality is something that I really, really respect. And I think that's one of the greatest things about the Marines that they have that mentality. You know, once a Marine, always a Marine. And I think if, if a lot of us would say, you know, okay, you know, once a soldier, always a soldier. And if we kept that decorum, I think the world would be a lot better place.
1: Yeah, it's a great point. Um, one of the the reasons- there was that brotherhood. There was that mentality. Of, you know, I've never seen you before in my life. Tell me, you're, you're a mar- you know, I'm gonna have your or what? If you're seventy or or and just getting depot, you know, uh, that mentality was very, very instrumental in me making my decision into which branch to. Serve. So now you're you're recruiting for the Marine Corps, correct? No, not anymore. Um, no, I, I did some react with the officer officer out of Recruiting Station Boston, uh, which is a subsidiary of the Recruiting Station in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, which believe is the problem for months and a half or so but that was probably one of the most fun experiences of my life uh, I got to just meet a lot of really cool people and those a lot of those people becoming Marines that I got Different types of people that I got to meet—absolutely incredible.
0: So, how many years did you do total?
1: Uh, so, I am currently still in the reserves, and I just hit my eight years in service on February twenty twenty.
0: Well, thank you for your service, brother. I appreciate that.
1: Hey, thank, thank you for yours.
0: Of course. So, now talk to us. How did you get involved? In hockey, was that always a hockey thing? Was it something that you always loved?
1: So oh, actually, it's it's kind of a world story. You know, I'd always grown up in, you know, high school hockey games, played hockey every now and then, but I was always the goalie because I didn't know how to skate and I never really hung around with the people that played hockey, you know. I was never really athletic. Um, but to save, you know, I don't know, to save you and all the listeners some, some time and some trouble, I was in, I was in a real, really after, um, a breakup with uh, a fiance and, uh, again, I don't want to get too deep into that, but, I uh, found that I needed a positive outlet instead of some really bad negative outlets. So I, uh, I, I, I had a friend who I had never talked to before. I reached out for, for help. And, uh, dude, I play hockey and meet person, but play hockey with me. Come on. Right. Starts at 10 o'clock. We go till midnight and, uh, you know, I'd love to talk with you and just kind of get you involved in anything. Right. Uh, so I was like, well, okay. I, I, and, uh, so I played it and man, it was, uh, it was, it changed my life. It literally saved my life, uh, at, you know. At certain times, because you know, having a uh, having a a competitive environment, having a lot of dudes that have kind of gone through stint, the same tribulations, you know, to them, it, it was a massive, massive help for me. And uh, I, I have never looked back. I've been playing for about four years now, and and it's uh, world. It's it's everything for me right now. It's great.
0: So now, how you have a whole hockey league a startup hockey league?
1: Yes, believe it or not, South California has five different rinks in San Diego. Uh, well, maybe maybe three or four after COVID, a lot of them down. So um, don't quote me on that number, but surprisingly more ice hockey in Southern California than you would expect. And I uh, play out of a San Diego Arena. Uh, they're in Mira Mesa, which is a little San Diego, I suppose you'd say. Uh, the guardians organization is an organization that i started with friends along my path and uh, we started in 2019 we started with people we had together and we we started a team and in the past 2 years we've been able to grow from the people to close to players in six or seven states Countries have four full time teams that are actually really, really full. So we're looking at expanding into uh light in the upcoming twenty twenty
0: two. You know, and I think that's great. Um now of course I'm from Jersey, so of course I'm a devils fan. Not only um, that, I'm for it. And Paul Mary. It's one of the biggest veteran supporters that you will ever meet. So, you know, Paul Mary is probably one of the, like I said, you know, he actually invited all the veterans down for veterans day and gave, gave all free hats out and invited all veterans in the stadium for free on veterans day. So that's a big deal. So I love it. Now I'm I never grew up around hockey. My wife's a big hockey freak. She loves the Rangers. Um, but, you know, I think it's a great sport. I still, I'm still i still learning it. But I think the greatest two minutes in hockey, I mean, in any sport, is when it's two to two with two minutes left in a hockey game. I think it's the greatest spectacle on sports. What
1: are your thoughts? I would certainly agree. Uh, I would argue that while it is a fantastic opportunity to watch people really showcase their skills and ability, I, I feel like I would rather a team that's down by a point or a goal. They're going to do everything that they can. They'll even pull a goalie in some instances. So that way they have six men on the ice and no goalie just so they can get to a tie. And then eventually, well, I mean, the ties. So, yeah, I think that's pretty too better, maybe just different. Maybe it's not uh, a better or worse thing. Maybe it's just a, you know, I like green kind of thing. So, but yeah. The funny thing, I,
0: I knew I was going to be talking Oh, me and the kids watched, uh, me me, the wife and the kids watched Slapshot the other night. They we were like, wow, that was so, what a great movie. Yeah. I'm just having fun. <laughs> so what do you think it is? You know, like I know that if I ever played hockey, you wouldn't even have to give me a stick. I would just be the goon. I'd be that guy that just, I just want to check people against the boards and fight. You know, don't even give me the puck. So sure, uh, yeah, that's the way. Because anytime I play hockey with my son on uh, on our mat on, on on not Madden on our Xbox, I'm the guy that's always checking somebody in the boards and uh, getting penalized for fighting. <laughs> But uh, what what do you think it is that you guys are bonding over besides the military? But what what about hockey? Is it is it a big um, big morale booster? It's, it's, it's
1: offering. Everybody's out there. Everybody's given one hundred and ten percent. Everybody dog tied of every game, and even if you don't win, right? It, just out there and. And just got with, you know, some of your best friends. That's something money.
0: So now I'm going to, you know, we'll talk about some business stuff because, of course, it's a business podcast and a self podcast, too. So when you were going through some of your deep, dark struggles, you know, I, I know I battled with alcoholism, drug addiction, PTSD and a traumatic brain injury. Mm hmm. So what were your coping mechanisms and how did you start to get help from whatever you were going through?
1: So, um, yeah, I, uh, I ended up drinking a lot, um, way more than I in, you know, in military, you know, people in the military, I like, think, in a weird way on being uh, the person that can, you know, drink any other ranch under the table. But, uh, you know, I was getting to the point where it was pretty There was about three weeks there that I just remember, I, I, I that was my, my personal, you know, rock bottom. You know, uh, I had actually um, gotten into a little trouble. Um, wasn't anything, you know, nothing like a D thing, but we never had interactions with the law. To begin with, For me, it was... Of a big deal, and kind of an eye open. You know, I reached out. I reached out to a, a group on Facebook a bunch of dudes. You know, Breather and Katie. Whenever somebody needs, you know, and at the drop, do and to my friend uh, Dave, and he was the guy that told me hey you should find something healthier And of all more productive and three people and something you can look forward to um and then he's like meet at night and we'll play hockey i got a league it's i'll i'll put it away you know and the rest is history
0: Okay, so now the last two questions I'm going to ask everybody, you know, I ask everybody that I talk to. Sure. Uh, how do we find out about this hockey league? How can we get involved? How can we buy swag? Because I'm a swag guy, I love swag. yeah, so, well you know, how, how do we find you guys?
1: We're actually super this, but we uh, we just started a updated website we're still in the product hockey.com. And if you want to get swag and stuff, we're going to be here and stuff for our players and their families. Um, the reason that we do that is because uh, we haven't set up the e commerce side of our website yet, just because the entire organization, my volunteers, active duty, and com disabled veterans who, frankly, I don't want to say have other things going on, but this is a learning it, it, it's a it's a journey for us, right? We're still learning our way through this and how to a commerce site how so we can selling recently we did order. we did a to our jerseys, those are for our players and their families as well. And this is all swag that we Expect to be able to sell on our website. Um, Generally, there will be. uh, The eight And depending on the county, which is. um, More. Buying from other states. Uh, But yeah, to answer your question. uh, Guardians hockey. There is. isn't, But state. uh, Drop your email the website and we'll push out some notifications when we available. Hey, Richard, are you there? Hey, Richard.
0: Thank you for joining us today. Please hit subscribe and share. Please feel free to leave us a comment.